What is up, everybody? We are back with another podcast. Today, we are talking about the Timberwolves' nine-point victory over the Pacers. I'm not going to talk extensively about the game specifically. I'll talk about some player performances and just what I saw in the first half. I was able to watch all the first half, um, but none of the second half because I had basketball. But I will talk a little bit about the game, and I'm going to talk a lot about the defense and just why overall I'm not as concerned as a lot of people are about the defense. So we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about you know where we're at in the West and a lot of other things. So let's hop right in. I'm recording this during halftime of the Super Bowl game. I'm not like the absolute biggest fan of the Super Bowl halftime shows, like it's cool and all, but I, I would rather just do this and then I can maybe see some stuff on Instagram after the game, like videos of it. Um, like if there's any like really cool moments or big things, like because there has been some pretty fun moments to watch in past Super Bowls. But I want to talk about this Wolves win, won by nine. I was very happy to see that we won this game. Um, this was a game we needed to win. Definitely a beatable team, and you know we we took care of business. I really think that we would have won by a lot more if our team was more rested and we were, you know, coming off more of a home stretch. But, I mean, this the road stretch is finally done. Over the last 25 games, it's been completely horrible. I mean, you got guys like Carnthony Towns post-game talking about how they're mentally, he's mentally and physically tired. <clears throat> like, all the players on the team are just tired as heck. You know, even though we've been winning basketball games. And even Anthony Edwards, this was like, this was like, I was not a fan to hear about this because I just always think of Anthony Edwards as like this extremely happy guy. But in post-game, he said uh, what he was dealing with that uh, over that month and a half. And by the way, for Anthony Edwards, you know, this was the road stretch and he was dealing with some injuries. He said he was just super depressed and he was talking to his girl, just pissed, mad at the world. Now he's back at 100%. He's being back to that happy kid again, which, by the way, phenomenal game from him tonight. I'm going to talk about him a little bit in a little bit here. But, yeah, that, I think that road stretch really messed up a lot of players in this team. And it really messed up the defense, too, in my opinion. But we're coming back with two home games. I'm not expecting the team to look, you know, a lot better defensively in those games because, like, they're still out really tired. Like, just because we're coming home doesn't mean they're going to, you know, have a tons of, like, an insane amount of injury, energy. I think they'll have a little more because they'll be playing behind a home crowd. Um, but, I mean, they need this all-star break pretty badly. That is going to be a nice week break for a lot of these guys. Um, like, Carlton Towns, he'll have two days out of the seven where he's doing things, like he's in the All-Star game and he's doing the three-point competition and Ant's in the Rising Stars game. And now that Ant's, he, he said he's healthy. Now he's all good. He's doesn't really have the knee problems right now, which is phenomenal. I I was kind of concerned with Ant and his knee injury. I mean, not, it's not really, I guess you could say it's an injury, but it's just soreness, I guess. Um, it wasn't horrible because obviously he was playing on it. But just, you know, to have those problems at 20 years old, isn't something I like to see out of a guy who is like one of the most athletic players in the league. Obviously, it did not affect him today. Let's talk about Ant, dude. Oh my goodness. 37 points, <clears throat> 5 rebounds, 4 assists, and 4 steals, and a block. On very good efficiency, too. 13-25 from the field, 7-13 from 3. And he had one of his best dunks of the year. Um, like, Buddy Heald made a business decision to not go up and contest that one. That was entertaining as heck. That's what I love to see out of Ant. He just, I mean, his head was above the rim. He got up so high on that. That was entertaining to watch for sure. It's 
definitely on that highlight reel. Uh, everybody's posting about it. But he's just he's a sensational player. 37 points. The defense looked good in the first half that I watched. I don't really know how in the second half. But, I mean, he was reading just the court well. I think he had three steals in the first half. Um, one of them he, you know, got a dunk off of. And one of them he just stole in the in the, in the the full court once the Timberwolves missed a shot or something. Pace was really trying to push the ball, and Ant, you know, stole it and did a sweet dribble move around Duarte, who later actually got hurt in the game. Um, Duarte is now probably out for, like, two weeks. He's got, like, a toe injury. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how Duarte got hurt there. Um... But hopefully he's all good. He's been a really, really nice rookie for the Pacers this year. 13 and a half a game. Um, he'll be a nice player throughout his career for that team, for sure. Um, but yeah, Anthony Edwards, great performance from him. Stoked about it. Let's talk about Cat. He had 15 points, 13 boards, 3 assists. Only played 22 minutes tonight. A lot of people are like kind of worried about Cat, but not really. Um... He, he was just in foul trouble a lot. I think he had four fouls in the first half. And, like, everybody's complaining about him, you know, getting all amped up with the refs. Like, there's no player in the world that is not going to do that. There's no way. Even Giannis and Antetokounmpo. I said his name wrong. Antetokounmpo. Something like that. I can't say his name perfectly. He would even be getting pissed off about this stuff. Like, it's, it's just insane. I don't know how. He just... Like, he, he is one of the lead leaguers in fouls drawn because he draws tons of fouls. But there's just so many that are miscalled. And then the other end on defense, I mean, they just don't allow him to do things that opponents do to him. It's clear. It's obvious. I don't think the officials like him that much because he complains a lot. Um, I would like him to, you know, chill on that. But, I mean, it's hard as heck to blame him because he just has a terrible whistle going his way despite getting to the free throw line, um, like, top 10 in the league or something, but that's so deserving. Like, he deserves to get more calls than that. Um, I just, I don't know what's going on there. I really hope he can develop more trust in the officials soon and just move past it because once, you know, once the thing's called, there's nothing he can really do about it. You know, he can complain, but they're not going to change the call. So, I don't really know. Just keep playing the way he's playing. I'm, I've, I don't really got a problem with that. His rebounding has been better as of late. He had 13 boards today and 22 minutes, that's pretty cool. Um, but I'm so excited to watch in the All-Star game coming up and in the NBA three-point competition. Just imagine if Cat wins that. That would be phenomenal. The big 6'11", 7-foot center comes in and beats all the best shooters in the world, basically. Um, obviously, there's some players like Steph Curry that are not in it, but so many phenomenal shooters in this competition. Um, but yeah, I'm stoked for that. <clears throat> and, I mean... I guess, I mean, the bench had some pretty good minutes today. Like in the box plus minus, everybody coming off the bench had a positive box plus minus. It looked like we only ran a nine-man rotation today. Torin Prince did not play. I don't know why T. Prince didn't play today. Um, but we were in a nine-man rotation today. Kind of surprised by that with how tired the players have been getting. I feel like we would have made it like a 10, I mean, at least an 11-man rotation. When I was watching, like, the earlier parts of the game, I was like, Man, this is, like, the perfect spot to use Josh Kogi. Like, the offense is working super well. He has, he's really not going to come in and hurt it that much, in my opinion. But the defense, he he's he's a phenomenal defender. He's not, you know, a good offensive player. But around the perimeter, he just locks people down. I think this would be a perfect spot to use Josh Kogi. Uh, if I was coaching the game, I would have probably played him at least 
one of, uh, during one of the stretches tonight. Probably would have played him over Beverly for a little bit. I was, I'll talk about Beverly later. Um, wasn't quite a fan of what I saw in the first half defensively from him, and I mean I understand it though, and I'll talk about that later too. Um, but hoping we can maybe involve Josh Kogi a little bit if these guys are really getting tired defensively, because I mean he hasn't really played at all. This dude's got tons of energy compared to them. I feel like. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens there, but that's kind of just my thoughts on the game. Now let's talk about the defense. So basically what I'm trying to say here, just to, you know, this is like my thesis. If you want to talk about like what they teach you in school, okay, I'm bringing, I'm giving my thesis right now. My thesis, my thesis is that the Wolves are not a bottom tier NBA team when it comes to defense, like they have been showing over the last month. And I don't think they're a top 10 defense like they were at the beginning of the season, but I think they're, they're around that like that 15 range which is pretty good uh, especially for this team i think for the rest of the season if we just go off of stats after the all-star break we'll be a top five offense and a top five de- a top 15 defense if not top 15 just barely out of it like in the 16 17 range but i just just with how bad we've been playing we've been one of the worst defensive teams in the last few weeks and it is concerning that you know it's, it's a little concerning but it's not as concerning as I feel like a lot of people are making it out to be because our defense is a very energetic-based defense, and when you have a road stretch like this and, you ha- and you're just playing games all the time and you're not, like, in your home and you're just traveling, I mean, that's tiring as heck. Like, so all of our guys are drained. Vanderbilt has not had the same impact over the last two weeks of basketball because, I mean, he, he's tired. It's, it's not like a miracle that he's randomly just not playing as good. It's the dude's getting tired. Patrick Beverly today, big, like he just wasn't guarding the ball even close to what he usually does, like at all. He's not pressuring, he wasn't pressuring the ball today. I mean, maybe he did in the second half. I, I didn't watch the second half, but the first half, I mean, every, he was a defensive liability. I've never said that about Beverly, but in the first half he was. He just, he wasn't, you know, rotating around the perimeter he wasn't guarding the ball tight enough he was kind of like looked like he's playing like a zone defense again maybe that changed in the second half i couldn't watch it but in the first half i mean he just looked tired and i think that's really the problem i think after this all-star break when people get rejuvenated and we come back to get some getting some home games which we are a pretty good home team this year i mean we're, we're a lot better at home we are 16 and 10 at home compared to 14 and 17 on the road we're actually not even that bad on the road. 14-17, it's it's definitely a few games below 500, but with how, I mean, we're, th- we're 30-27 and 27 on the year, you're going to be expected to have a losing road record then. Um, we're just, we're, I mean, we're just a lot better at home, and that makes sense. A lot. Well, I think every team in the league is better at home. I could look through it, but I'm pretty sure every team in the league is better at home than they are on the road. But nonetheless, when your defense, like, it is, it is concerning to me. Like, this is the concerning part is that our energy is, I mean, our defense is basically just piled with energy and come playoff time, you know, I'm not worried about one play-in game. Like, I think everybody will give it their all in that one single game that we need to win. I mean, if we do lose and we're the seventh seed, we get our chance. But I'm not worried about the playing game specifically. I'm worried about, like, a seven-game series because it's, it's so hard to do that over seven games when you're tired already, like... I'd hope we'd be, we'd be a little more rested by then. Um, but that's the most concerning part to me. 
I I think the defense will come back in big strides after the All Star break. Um, but yeah, it's I don't I don't think this team is a top fifteen top ten defense like it was at the beginning of the year. That was a big combination of teams just missing tons of shots on us that they usually should be making. And I mean we were we were playing pretty dang good defense. We got to give credit to the team. They we were playing very very good defense for a while there. Um, but I'm not I'm not too concerned. I am a little concerned, but I'm not as concerned as most people are. Um, I just I do have a lot of confidence that this team will be back once they're rested, and once we have a home crowd, you know, that's going crazy behind us, I think that will help out too. Like guys like Anthony Towns, he does so much work on defense. This dude, every single time down the court, he has to like switch between his center and his guard because, I mean, I sometimes I'm like he's switching a little too early, but. There are times it's like our guards. I mean, Beverly doesn't suck at this, but D'Lo cannot get over screens to save his life. He is a he's a pretty slow defender. Um, I D'Lo's been really bad defensively as of late. That's been a big problem. He's just looked lazy. Um, but I mean, you can also just consider that everybody's tired. So that's probably maybe what it is. Um, but I mean, Cat does so much on defense when it comes to energy and just like. He has to run around constantly throughout the game. And then he's got to deal with, you know, triple teams coming his way and fighting those off all game. Um, so this this break will be phenomenal for Cat, too. Like, yeah, it's 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 going to be a good break. I'm feeling good about this team for sure. I mean, we're three games above 500. This is this, this is great. If, if I don't know how many of you guys listened to my preseason podcast. But, you know, I broke down tons of stuff, and then I did my record prediction. And my record prediction was 42 or 43 wins. And when I told you guys about the seed, it was like, I was like, we're either going to finish 8 or 9. But in reality, what I really felt was I thought we were going to finish the 9 seed. I just said the 8 seed because I wanted people to, you know, have a good reaction to that, I guess. Because I don't know how many people would have liked it if I came out and said, I think we're going to be the 9 seed. You know, I didn't have, I, I thought there was a nice chance we could make the playoffs. I thought it was a little more unlikely than, you know, it would have happened. Because Com- coming into the year, we did not expect the Lakers to be this bad. And we did not expect Paul George to go through these injuries. Um, but this team has outdone my expectations. We're three games above 500. I guess you could say, I actually no, my record prediction actually had us maybe below 500 at this point, maybe above, because um, we had... A very, we've had a pretty hard schedule to start the year. Now we're getting some easier stuff, which has been good. And we do have a very easy two weeks, in my opinion, in the first two weeks of March. Like, right now we got a, like, a lot of tough games in a row. We play five playoff teams in a row, I believe. Are the Hornets a playoff team right now? <clears throat> well, the Hornets are a playing team. So the Hornets are the worst team that we play in the next few weeks, which includes the All-Star break. That's why it's a few weeks. Um, but then after that, we actually play the Warriors, too. They're very tough. But after that, we play the Thunder, the Trailblazers, the Trailblazers again, then the Thunder again, then the Magic. Right there, that's five games of, like, really bottom-tier teams. And after that, we got the big game against the Heat and Jimmy Butler. And then we got Spurs game after that. But I feel so good about this team right now. Like, outdoing my expectations, for sure. And... Yeah, I, I got a lot of confidence for this team going throughout the rest of the year. I have a lot of confidence that the defense 
will bounce back a little bit, and I have a lot of confidence that the offense will stick where it's at. We've been the number one offense for almost a month and a half now. Like, that's impressive. That's what, you know, we we thought this Wolves team would be more like, um, you know, coming to the year. Because we, we started out really bad on offense. We were, oh, we were like 16th ranked in the NBA before the new year. And now we're like top 10, I think. Um, but obviously, that will continue to rise. We might, we'll probably finish top six, top five by the end of the year when it comes to offensive rate and all that stuff. Um, that wraps up this podcast. Got to get back to the Super Bowl. Halftime show is probably almost done. I'm going to post this officially, I think, right when the Super Bowl ends. Probably like 9 o'clock Central Time. This was, it's, they started this game super early in Los Angeles. The game, the start time was 5.30 here, which is uh, 3.30 in Los Angeles. So that's got to be really weird. It's like an afternoon Super Bowl game for them. That's That's got to be really weird. But um, thank you guys for listening. See you guys next time. Watch it. Oh, wait, one, one more thing. One more thing. I am going to the Raptors game. I'm sitting in section 122. I'm hyped for that. That's going to be awesome. Because D'Angelo Russell put out some stuff on... I mean, he didn't put it out. The Timberwolves put it out. He bought 250 tickets for fans to collect, and I got two of them. So I'm I'm, I'm psyched to go to that game. That's going to be really fun because the Raptors are my second favorite team, and you got Scotty Barnes there. He's one of my favorite players to watch. So obviously I'm not going to cheer for the Raptors at all. I'm going to hate them that day. But it's going to be awesome to see those guys and just the Timberwolves again and just I'm, I'm going to be close to the you know court too. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. See you guys next time. Peace.